guys welcome back to another episode of inside the north side podcast i am your host with the most from the third coast and yes we have finally made it it is almost the end of 2023 thank god it is just a week away <laughs> but yes so this is going to be the final episode of 2023 and the final episode of season eight both have been great both have been fun uh for you guys that are probably wondering um, if you guys are Childish Gambino fans, that is a song, an unreleased song called Saturday. Um, don't ask me where I got it because I probably won't tell you. Um, but that shit is fire. It's unreleased for a reason. <laughs> but yes. Um, but yeah, in the 2023, it's fucking wild. Um, I was just thinking about this earlier today that I should have listened to the episode that I did at the beginning of the year. Talking about 2023 and what it was going to do for me and, you know, to see if I did anything that I said I was going to do and if any of that stuff came true or not. Um, But I'll maybe listen to it maybe when the end of the year happens just to see how stupid I sounded. But no, yes, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate all the support that you guys have given me this year. It means a whole lot. Um, I didn't post my uh, Spotify rap for the podcast, but it is pretty good. If you guys want to know, I'll give you a little schmlit. That's not even a word, but I just created it for a reason. Uh, I went up 29% in followers. I went up 237% in streams. I went up 37% in listeners, which is great. Um and yeah, <laughs> I have a top 24 fans, uh, which are cool. Um, but that's it. Yeah, I mean, I made like 3,000 minutes of content, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's less than what I did prior years, but it's still cool. I still made 3,000 minutes worth of content. If I was doing episode every other week or every week like I was before... I'm sure that shit would be doubled or even tripled, but it's not because I decided to give myself a fucking break this year. (laughs) But anyways, so yes, uh, for you guys that don't know and that you guys live under a rock, it's Christmas time. So Christmas time is one of my favorite times, but it's also one of the saddest times for me because I get seasonal depression. I don't know why this happened a couple years ago. Uh, This had to be maybe before. Before my grandfather passed away, 
Um, not the one that passed recently, but my mom's dad. No, you know what? I've had seasonal depression since I was in high school. <laughs> I just didn't know it was seasonal depression. Um, I think the reason why I had seasonal depression, because at that time I was single and I really wanted somebody, you know, like I, I wanted a, a girlfriend or a, somebody to hang out with and spend Christmas with and the holidays with, because, you know, that's all you see on TV. That's all you see in the fucking movies on, on Hallmark and these Disney Christmas movies and whatever else that they come out with, you know, Lifetime and shit like that. And it's always a couple and they're spending Christmas together and whatever, whatnot. So I was just like, damn it, I want that. And I didn't have it for so long. And then I did. And then I still got seasonal depression. Um, you know, my, my grandfather passed um, on my birthday. And from what I remember them saying, it was like he thought it was Christmas time. So like that kind of stuck with me. And it's been stuck with me for the last couple of years. Eight years. And um, yeah, I just, I, I like I said, I love Christmas, but I just... I get really sad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that'll ever change. I'm sure it will one of these days. But anyways, yeah. So, um, I threw a Christmas party again this year, which was pretty fucking fun. So, last year I threw a party with my ex, and it was a really good turnout. We had some friends of ours show up, and you know we did the karaoke, we drank, we had a good time, we laughed. And took pictures and crazy stuff and all that. So this year I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it again. So since I live on my own now, I was like, fuck it. We're going to do a Christmas party. So um, I I put up the tree. I got all my little ornaments and whatever, whatnot for the party. Um, You know, decorated the apartment as as good as I can. um, Because, you know, I'm a man and (laughs) we don't really decorate that well. Um, but it was very minimal because, you know, I, like I said, I like Christmas, but I still wanted to decorate somewhat Christmassy. Invited a bunch of the people that came last year, invited some new friends that I made this year. And I had a list of maybe 25 people, I think a little bit more. So I was like, all right, cool. This is going to be a little bit bigger than last year, you know? And uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, so I have to carry out the machine, you know, we're going to have alcohol, it's BYOB, whatever, whatnot. And uh, I went to go do a video, music video shoot that wasn't for me. I was invited by Kiko and the kiddos, shout out to the kiddos, and uh, I was like, you know what, fuck it. So <laughs> I uh, told everybody, hey, if anybody is available for tonight... I got a Christmas party, uh, asked so-and-so for the address, it's BYOB, whatever you want to bring, don't ask me, um, if you're going to smoke weed, whatever with that, do that shit, bring that, I don't have any, so don't ask me, you know, and uh, people showed up, and then like, just a fuck ton of people just came into the apartment, I'm like, whoa, and I'm already drinking. I'm having a good time. I'm being a host. I'm going over here. I'm going in there talking to people. The people are doing the beer pong. People are in the kitchen. People are, you know, just vibing out to the music. We're laughing. We're talking stupid shit. We're dancing. And it was a good night. It was a really good night. Um, we didn't really get to do karaoke like I thought we could. But, I mean, it was even better because we had some good tunes. I was People were complimenting on the uh, 
the set list that I did, the whole little playlist for the party. And they were like, hey, this shit's pretty good. And I was like, thank you, God. Like, finally, somebody recognizes my musical talents for a playlist. Because I had people just move in and groove in and singing and whatever, whatnot. So that's always a good thing. And um, I didn't get fucked up like I, I wanted to. I really wanted to get, like, drunk, 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 drunk. Um, not as drunk as, like, I don't remember anything. But drunk to where, like, like, oh. Like, you know, like, when you sit down and you're drinking and you get up and you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> That's what I wanted. But it didn't happen because I just kept moving and moving and talking and, and this and this and that. And, um... You know, everybody was here till like 2, 3 in the morning, and um, I was like, man, it was a really good turnout. It made me smile seeing all these people in my apartment, you know. Nobody was, I mean, other than people who were in the studio slash beer pong room kind of fucked up with my panels, but uh, other than that, I mean, it, other than that, it was fun. Like, I had a really great time with all my friends and new people that I didn't know, Um and it just, like I said, I smiled because I was like, yeah, this is a party. Like, this is tons of people just crowding my living room, crowding the the hallway to where the restroom is, crowded in the fucking beer pong room, crowded in the kitchen. Like, it was awesome. I loved it. And I had a great time. Uh, I didn't invite some people because there are some people I just didn't invite. But other than that... I had a really great time at the Christmas party, and I had a great time at the uh, the video shoot, too. Um, we went to go shoot in this place in the north side called the Pink House, which I've never heard of until Kiko told me about it. And that place is pretty fucking dope. The only thing that sucks is that there's no AC in that fucking place. But other than that, whoever um, whoever owns the Pink House, shout out to them. It's really beautiful. It's really gorgeous. Especially what they were doing for the whole Christmas thing. It was so cool. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, you can Google the Pink House, Houston, whatever. And there's pictures. And you can also rent it out as well if you ever want to do music videos or photo shoots or whatever, whatnot there. So free advertisement for the Pink House. Um, But yeah, podcast-wise, I've been busy getting stuff ready for January. And somewhat February, uh, I have some people who are wanting to come on the podcast, and I'm very excited for who I'm going to have. Um, some new artists, um, possibly another director, and uh, a friend of mine. Who um, it, it's going to be fun. Like the first two months are going to be fucking awesome. Um. Well, yeah, and then you know. Other than that, like the podcast, you know, for the last couple of months has been fun ever since I did another solo. I think since I was like, what, October? I think so. Um, you know, I've done episodes with Mike of Shop 29. Shout out to him. He is the guest of the year. And I'm sorry, Jaime. I know I'm taking your shit. You're probably like, what the fuck, dude? We do guest of the year. Why is he doing guest of the year? My bad. I just wanted to call him guest of the year because he's been on the podcast for f- Four fucking times within a year, and that's crazy because no one else does that. I barely had Ricky on for the third time in the last three years. So 
It's like for someone to come and do four times within a year, like it's wild. It's wild. So I had to give him a guest of a year thing. Mike didn't get any gifts or anything like that like you guys do, but he got the satisfaction of being on the podcast and for talking, you know, a bunch of stuff. Um, I had Jimmy Nito or Nieto, however Jimmy wants to be called. He's a producer friend. That was a pretty good episode. I had the homie Caesar back on the podcast. This was his third time in the last year, I believe. I did an episode with him last year, and then I did his podcast. It was kind of like a collaboration episode, and then he came back on. Why am I talking like this? Why am I talking like a northerner? Um, he came back on to do a um, Patreon episode, and that was pretty fun. If you guys want to follow me on Patreon, <laughs> um, I promise I'm not talking shit about anybody on Patreon anymore. Um, yeah, if you want to go up and sign up for the Patreon, I have a bunch of episodes that I did for what are you listening to, and then some side ones for the podcast, you know, whatever, whatnot. Um, I had Breath Wish, which was really fun. I saw them um, for a show that Raul, uh, who is of the clumsiest and of where comfort lies, they were doing a show at the end, and they were opening for Breath Wish, which, shout out to those guys. They're fucking badass. Um, I did a episode with Eucalyption. They reached out to me. It was pretty fun. Super Villain. Uh, Daniel and Carlton's band, which is really fun. I had that uh, great opportunity to uh, do an episode with them. I had finally, I had Bradley on the podcast. I think we've been talking for like the last couple of years. He was like, "Hey, dude, if you ever need anybody to come on the podcast, let me know. Reach out." And I never did. And it's not because I didn't want him. It's because I was really busy. So sorry, Bradley. But I we finally did our episode and I had a great time. And thank you for the gifts. And thank you for the hot sauce. That shit is fire. I put that on anything that I make. Chicken-wise, it gives it a badass kick. Um, if you if you want to know what the name of the hot sauce is, I don't have it with me. But Bradley's friend makes it. And that shit is fire. So if you guys want some hot sauce um, that's really good, uh, reach out to Bradley of whatever Bradley's doing. <laughs> On Instagram, I had Dalton on, I had Ricky on again, so that was his third time coming back on. Steven Casablancas, the kiddos, Daniel Cabral, Bray Garza, who is the creator of Tank McGregor, who I met um, this past February of this year at Space City Geek Fest, which was really fun. Uh, of course, I had Shop 29, I had Asteroid Coffee, which were really cool guys. Um, I had Gerardo back on the podcast. I had Flo, uh, Coffee. I had Melvin on. I had uh, Roberto, who is a local artist who is working with like these cool ass people <laughs> creating designs and whatnot. I had Joel. I had God Body Bingo, Mark Drew, and a More Perfect Union. All within this year, so I had a bunch of like musical artists and. And stuff like that, comic book creators and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, this year's been been pretty fun, man. I January was pretty pretty cool. February, I really thought stuff was gonna happen, and um, it didn't. <laughs> Not for my love life, but um, 
for you guys that know, I mean, if you guys heard my last solo episode, I kind of went into like a little mini depression um, for a few months. Um, and it wasn't like bad depression, but it was just like, oh, I'm depressed. I'm sad. But I still got to get up and go to work and still like I'm still going to have fun and go do all this other shit. But I'm just deep down sad inside uh, because of a certain thing that happened. Um, the months went by. I did some traveling. I went to L.A. in May uh, with Luli, who I no longer talk to. That's a whole nother thing. Um, if she is listening, then bitch, why don't you just reach out and tell me why you don't talk to me anymore? <laughs> um what else? So, yeah, I went to L.A. in May to see Melvin, Gerardo, and Joel for their live show. Um, what else did I do? What else did I do? I went to Dallas for the first time. I went to see the Astros play the Rangers. Um, that was really fun. I went to Austin to see the Dynamo play Austin AFC, which was pretty cool. I went to Corpus to watch the Corpus Christi Hooks. Play a team I forgot the name of. Um, what else? I didn't go to San Antonio. I was going to, but I decided not to. I was like, nah, I'm just going to stay here. You know, I, I've done enough traveling. Um, and then I went to Chicago in September for my birthday for Riot Fest. You guys know about that whole spiel. And if you're new here and you're barely listening to this episode for the first time, um, yeah, go back and listen to... I haven't done this in a while. That explains my whole trip to Chicago. Long story short, I got my phone stolen the first day I was there. <laughs> and the rest is a fucking trip. Um, a month later, I went to um, ACL for the first time. So I went back to Austin um, within a few months of that last time. I think it was what, in July? No. Is it August? June? It was one of those. It was June. Only like four months, like in between, which is pretty fun. ACL was really fun. I talk about that in that episode as well. And then that was the last time I did any traveling because I am not flat broke, but I'm just, I'm like, I don't have anything else to do. Um, What else have I done? I've gone to some shows, some pretty fun shows. A lot of local shows. Uh, I went to one of my... Actually, a couple weeks ago, I finally got to see one of my favorite artists, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, his band Mammoth. I finally got to see them live. They were at Warehouse Live, which was for the last couple of shows there. RIP to Warehouse. It's now moving to Midtown, so it's going to be Warehouse Live Midtown. For you guys that don't know, about what's going on. They're moving to where Rise is. And they're just naming that Warehouse Live. So should have been Warehouse Rise. That would have been badass. But that, oh, that's stupid as fuck. <laughs> um, who else did I see? I had a bunch of other pictures of some of the shows that I went to go see. So yeah, I went to go see uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. That was really fun. Uh, I'm a big Van Halen fan. So, you know. Kind of comes with it, like, oh, yeah, you're like his son. And it's funny because, like, there's a bunch of older folks there. And necessarily, like, I like, I love going to shows, but I hate going to shows because 
it depends on the crowd. So, like, for ACL, it was bad. Like, it was just nothing but kids and whatever, whatnot, for a couple, for a couple of shows. Other than that, it wasn't that bad. Um, fucking Riot Fest wasn't that bad. Um, I guess people in Chicago were a lot more nicer, you know. Um, but for this show, it was a bunch of older folks, like older folks, like 50, 60, <laughs> 70 possibly, um, year old people. And um, there was a couple of young people in the crowd. But it was mainly just older folks because they were just like, oh, it's Van Halen's son. I got to go see Van Halen's son, you know. They're all wearing Eddie's colors, you know, the stripes and whatever, whatnot. Um, that was a great show. And you know what? I love going to shows with older folks because they don't, they don't get rowdy. They don't push. They don't shove. They don't, like, purposely stand in your way. It's just like they stay in their fucking lane. <laughs> they stay where they're at, and that's it. They might get rowdy a little bit after a couple beers and, you know, if they're playing fucking uh, Boston on the fucking, you know, PA system or whatever, whatnot. But, yeah, I enjoyed that show. That was really fun. Um, I went to a couple shows. Uh, Where else did I go to? I know I had more fucking things. Oh, yeah. So for the Dynamo, we went to the playoff games, me and some of my coworkers. That was pretty fun. Uh, We got drunk. And <laughs> and went to the game. I fell asleep at one of the games. I think I talked about that before. And um, yeah, it was really cool checking out the um, checking out the Dynamo during the playoffs. That was fun. Uh, who else? I got to see Matt Span Merlin. Matt is the drummer in Where Comfort Lies. He also has a group that he fronts, which is called Merlin M R L N. Check him out on Spotify. Him, Vosotros, and. Supervillain did a show at Numbers in Montrose, and that was really cool. See them play on stage and whatever, whatnot. Um, what else? What else? What else? I finally got to see Unknown Mortal Orchestra, which was really fun too. That was a great show. Um, the only thing that <laughs> that kind of sucked about that show is that there was this girl sitting behind, not sitting behind, but she was standing behind me. I don't know if I talked about this. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Um, but there was this girl standing behind me and she just would not shut the fuck up. She just wouldn't. <laughs> she just kept yapping and yapping and yapping and yapping and yapping and yapping and yapping the whole fucking night. She was just like, yeah, I'm a singer too. And I'm a musician. I play at, um, what's that? That's, I was going to say Axelrod, but it's not. It's Avant Garden out there in Montreux. She's like, yeah, we do the open mics and whatever, whatnot. And there's this guy, he's like, girl, I go there too, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm just standing there. I'm just like, can we just, can we get on with this, please? Can we get on with the show? Like, I feel like an old fucking man sometimes, because I'm like, God, can we just get done with this show? Can we just get the headliner and let's play this fucking thing and let me go home? No. It's like, no. (laughs) You got to wait. And it sucks. And it fucking sucks. It really does suck. It really does suck. Um, another show that I went to go see back in October was uh, Last Dinosaurs and Vacations. I've known about those bands for like the last 10 years. So it was pretty cool. 
I was like, oh, look, they're touring. I was like, I might as well go. That was a really good show. I ran into Kiko that night of the kiddos. He's going to get name dropped a lot probably. And (laughs) we were watching game seven of the ALCS. And my God, we were fucking pissed. (laughs) We were fucking pissed that night because, you know, obviously the Astros lost against the Rangers. Fuck the Rangers. Um, what else? What else? Do we, what else? Where else did I go? Yeah, ACL. Did I go into any shows? Sorry, this person next to me is being a fucking asshole while I'm recording. Um, I don't know what this guy is doing. Yeah, so uh, I went to the end to see you know a more perfect fest. That was fun. Shout out to Andy of Andy Land. Shout out to Uncle Tino. Shout out to the kiddos again. Shout out to A More Perfect Union. Shout out to Shop 29. And shout out to everybody else that was a part of that shit. That's, oh, and Orion 224. Sorry, guys. I almost fucking forgot you. Um, that was a really great show. That was a really awesome night to see all my friends play on stage and do that. It sucks sometimes, man, because, you know, I wish it was me on stage playing. Because, you know, I joined Work Comfort Lies and we did maybe like three shows this year, which is not that bad. I mean, from May to August is not that bad. I guess, you know, we just started the group. Well, Eddie just restarted the group again. You know, we did our first show in May. We started meeting up, I think, in March or April. I don't remember when, but um, we've been a band for almost a year and it's pretty fun. I really enjoy playing with those guys. I really got close to some of them, uh, especially Matt, who I work with now. That was pretty fucking dope. Um, you know, it's it's cool for a, a bunch of guys who never knew each other to get pretty close and to become, like, really good friends with the, within the last almost a year. I get it. It's pretty cool. I've been in bands where, you know, shit like that has happened. But then it's, it, it usually find out and it's just them being fake or whatever. But I don't believe uh, Raul and Matt and Gotti and Eddie are being fake. If you guys are listening, I think you guys are a great, great group of guys. You guys are great musicians. And I am so glad and I love to be, I love that I'm a part of the band. And I'm really excited to see where it goes, especially for the stuff that Eddie's writing and for whatever uh, journey we have next shows next year. That's going to be fun. Did some shows with Genex. That was pretty fun too. Um, we did a couple little small little things. And uh, she had her own show. She headlined her own show, uh, I believe, at the end of July. And that was fun. I got fucked up that night. <laughs> um, I hung out with somebody and got fucked up and. The rest is, is history. Um, but no, I, I enjoyed playing with her this year as well. It's been a year and a half, I think, since we've been playing together. Um, and I really do thank her a lot. As she, get, she, she should get more credit than she, she does. She is a awesome person who teaches, writes her music, Tries to be the best girlfriend she can be. Tries to be the best dancer she can be. Be the best songwriter. Try to come up with music. Try to put stuff out. She is fucking killing it. And she should get more 
um, recognition for that. She should get more of her flowers. Um, I'm sure she doesn't listen to my episodes, but if she does, Janex, I love you. Thank you for letting me play with you and being a part of your journey. And I'm glad to, um, yeah, to be on this ride with you, you know, playing your music and, and just seeing people smile and sing their songs and stuff like that. And shout out to the newest member, I guess, of our little band, uh, her cousin, uh, who also has his own little music career. Shout out to RV Tree. Um, you guys, if you haven't heard of RD, RV Tree, you're going to want to. It's it's RV, like an RV, and then tree, like, you know, like the things that are outside my window. RV Tree, I swear to you, Alex, if you keep playing the way that you're playing, you're going to open up for some big people, dog. I swear to God. I swear to God, you're going to open up for some big ass people. And I'm excited to see where your music goes. And I'm excited to play with you. Like you get, you have a great band. You have this awesome energy about you. I mean, he's 18 years old. Like, fuck dude. That was like 12 years ago for me. And now I'm just a fucking sad old man. You know, I'm just a grouch sitting on the couch. Um, but no, it's fun playing with him. His, you know, he's just got so much energy and he's just like, yeah, dude, you're so fucking awesome. You're great. You know, and he's just, it, it, it makes me, it makes me tear up a little bit. Cause it's like, damn man, like there's somebody who believes in me, even though I don't believe in myself. There's tons of people who I know who believe in me, even though I don't believe in myself. And when people do tell me like, Hey man, like, you know, you're doing a great job and we believe in you and we're excited to see it. Like, I, I, I tear up a little bit because it's like, fuck, man. Like, you don't you don't hear that as much anymore. I mean, especially for me. Like, I don't really hear that as much. I don't. You know? Yeah, I have the occasional, oh, hey, great episode. Or, you know, occasional, like, share. Like, oh, you know, this and that. But, like, I don't get people, um, you know, message me and say, hey, man, like, I heard your episode. And, you know, you're really doing a great job. And I'm proud of you. And. You know, this and this and that and this and that. Oh, actually, you know what? I did have one person. I'm sorry. Um, fucking Ray. Ray, my bad, bro. I know you're listening. Um, but, yeah, thank you for reaching out to me that one time. It, it really meant a lot. You know, uh, like I said, I've, I've been going through a lot of shit. I have. Um, I was kind of depressed for the last couple months in the early years. In the early months, I'm sorry. Um... And then I got over that sometime in August, and then it popped up again in October. <laughs> um, and now I'm just kind of like, oh, now it's seasonal depression. So, you know, hopefully by January it'll it'll go away. Uh, like I told Eddie, I was like, look, man, I just need to play some shows, man. I just got to play some shows. Once I play some shows, you know, I can I can focus on practicing. I can focusing. I can focus on. Show the date show. Why am I? I can't fucking talk right now. What the fuck? Um, you know, I can focus on on playing. I can focus on the show. I can focus on practice. I can fo- I can put my focus on that, and I can, you know, not focus on whatever else that's bothering me. Um, is it healthy? Yes, and no, but you know, it it, it makes me happy and. I enjoy it. I enjoy playing shows. I enjoy playing music. That is one of my favorite things to do next to podcasting and next to 
doing the hobbies that I have. <laughs> so, um, I don't know when this, okay, I, I know when this started, but I don't know when this started. So, for you guys that don't know, I collect things. I've talked, I've talked, I've talked to people on the podcast and told them that I was collecting vinyl. So, I still somewhat collect vinyl, but I just don't do it as much. Um, you know, here and there when I go to a show, I'll pick up a vinyl, you know. I picked up a vinyl at the Unknown Mortal, Unknown Mortal Orchestra show. I picked up a vinyl at the Aces show, which was a great show. I didn't take any pictures, but that was a great show. I love the Aces. Um... Who else did I pick up? I picked up some other records throughout the throughout the months, throughout this year. Um, that I kind of stopped a little bit. Because I focused on something else now. So, for you guys, I have this other Instagram page that if you do want to follow it, you can. It's called Northside underscore Lids underscore HTX. So, I collect hats. <laughs> Baseball hats is is it. I collect baseball hats. Um, this is not something that I picked up just randomly this year. Um, for the longest time, uh, I'm going to say almost 20 years, I've, I've always had a baseball hat. The, I remember one of my first baseball hats was a 2005 World Series cap uh, when the Astros went to the World Series for the first time. They lost, so it was on discount, and my dad got it for me. And I was just like, oh, hell yeah, this is badass. And then from then on, I collected a couple hats here and there. I had a Dodgers hat. I had a Rangers hat, which I found um, at a Target. <laughs> this is weird because somebody just threw it there, and I was like, huh, okay. Um, I've had a Red Sox hat before. I've had a Giants hat before. Um, who else did I have? I've had, you know, a couple more Astros hats here and there throughout the years. And um, it didn't really, I didn't, I stopped kind of collecting a little bit here and there. Um, Up until 2017 to when the Astros won the World Series and their caps were gold. So I was like, okay, fuck yeah, like I'm going to buy the caps. Um, It sucks because I didn't buy a snapback. I just bought the fitted. Um, I wasn't thinking at that time how I'm thinking now. So, I got that hat, and then, of course, the Astros went to, you know, the playoffs last year. Fuck. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get this one. I got the playoff hat. And then they lost, and I was like, well, I got the playoff hat. <laughs> um, 2019, when they went to the playoffs in the World Series, I got that shit. Um, I didn't get one for 2020 because, obviously, everybody knows. 2021, I got that shit. 2022, I got that shit as well. Um, and then, you know, this year, I didn't really get their hats. So, maybe I maybe I should. Just at least say that I got one. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've been collecting hats. And they're, it's really cool. Like, I, they have some really cool designs. They have some really cool colorways and stuff like that. Um but this is a very expensive hobby. I you thought vinyl, collecting vinyl records was expensive? 
this shit is hella expensive. It's like, yeah, a record can cost like $20, $30. You can probably get it cheaper for like 10 you know. But these hats, though, these lids are expensive. <laughs> they are expensive. Um, you know, certain, um, like I said, certain colorways, certain patches, certain logos. It's just like it's it's its own community, and it's fucking wild. Like if you guys see like the subreddits and and stuff like that of like the the new era cap community, even the the ones in Houston, like it's wild, man. Like if you go to like big city cap zone in Almeda Mall or in Plaza America or AKA Sharpstown, like you see just all these hats with just different colorways and different styles, and and it's just it's crazy. And it's like 50, 60 bucks for a hat. You know, 8 1 shop, they got a bunch of stuff. Uh, shout out to them. Um, you know, I haven't been to Lids <laughs> in a while, but they have a big store, the Galleria, that, you know, a bunch of these people go to and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of my caps I buy online from New Era, from Hat Club, which I've just started getting into Hat Club and stuff like that. Um, They've released a lot of stuff that I, I missed out on, which kind of sucks. But I've been also keeping up with a lot of local people who put out hats and stuff like that. So I've gotten a couple hats from them. And um, yeah, like so far, I have about 70 hats. Give or take. No, it's about 70. And I literally have. How many more do I have pre ordered? Nope. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, three, seven, <laughs> seven pre-ordered. Um, and it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, there's always new hats that are dropping. New, and I was like, fuck me, man. Like, it's so much. Like, these guys meet up at certain places, and they just drop these hats. And it's like, fuck, man. How do you guys have money for this? And it's not like they buy one. No, they buy a lot. They buy a lot. And then sometimes they resell them for like double the price, which is kind of not cool. But I get you got to make your money because you bought all those hats. Um, But yeah, man, some of them are rare. Some of them are just, you know, one of a kind that if you got it, you got it. If you didn't, you didn't, you know, um, and yeah, I'm just discovering all these other websites that sell hats and all these other colorways. And it's like, holy fuck, man. Like, this shit was not like this a couple of years ago. Like, literally pre-pandemic, it was not like this. Um, 2019, 2018, it was not like this at all. I mean, sometimes lids would come out with, like, different colors or different styles of hats and whatever, whatnot. But this shit is a whole new fucking ball game. <laughs> like it's, I, I'm only following people for like from Texas. Like God forbid, I start following people from LA and from New York and from Miami and from Chicago and from fucking you know Dallas or whatever. Like imagine if I started following people there and then like oh we just dropped a new hat or hey we just dropped this and that. Like holy fuck, <laughs> this shit is ridiculous, man. Like it's wild. It's a wild fucking hobby. And like I said, if you want to check out my my uh, Instagram, 
Again, it's Northside underscore lids underscore HTX. It's the picture of AI George Bush with a bunch of money and a cowboy hat. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's I've gotten a lot of cool hats, man. I've gotten one from uh, Flores Fitted. Shout out to him. I got some stuff from New Era. I got some stuff from Hat Club. I got some shit from Lou Brims, which is a guy uh, who's who uh, put out this awesome ass fucking hat um, that's Pluckers inspired. It's got the Pluckers colors. Uh, I got one from Pinham. I got two of them. He dropped a arrows colorway, which was really nice, really gorgeous, and another one that was like a crossover of different logos and colorways of the Astros. That was pretty fucking dope. Um, I got some shit from fucking um, baseball. I got some shit from fucking. Um, I got some a lot of hats from everywhere. Um. I started telling myself, like, hey, if I go somewhere, like, I'm going to get a hat, you know. Like, I got one from Chicago. When I went to Chicago, I got a, a, a of course, I got a Cubs cap. And I got a fucking um, Blackhawks hat. Because, you know, I'm a Blackhawks fan. Uh, for people that don't know. And they're probably like, when were you a Blackhawks fan? I'm like, I've always been a Blackhawks fan. But I'm also an Anaheim Ducks fan. And I also kind of like the Edmonton Oilers. But I also kind of like, <laughs> I don't like the Dallas Stars, so fuck Dallas. Um, I got some shit when I went to Austin. I got one of their hats, the Austin AFC, Austin ATX AFC, whatever they're called. It's a pretty cool cap. It's all green. Um, of course, I got a Philly hat. When I went to Corpus for the hooks, I got some of theirs. When I went to Sugarland, I got some of their hats, the kind of basic ones. Um and stuff like that. Like whenever I go to like lids or whenever else, I'll pick up a cap and stuff like that. Or I'll, you know, I'll get hats, whatever, what that. But yes, that's my new hobby. That is very fucking expensive. And it's really cool. I just don't have space for, for any of these hats right now. Um, I need to find um, a fucking like box. Like all these guys have boxes for their hat caps. Like they'll clean them and whatever not and put them in the box. Um... I got to start doing that because if I'm going to start collecting a little bit more and stuff like that, I got to find like a better way to keep them nice and neat and proper and whatever, whatnot, you know? Um, and no, I don't wear all of them because I'm very careful. I don't want to fuck them up. Um, you know, I'm not a child anymore to where I can just wear a hat and just let it get sweaty and stinky and dirty and then just be like, Oh, you know, there you go. Like, oh, that's hat. I don't even know what happened to it, my other hats. I really don't. I really, really don't. Um, but no, I'm an adult. You know, sometimes I wear the caps. Sometimes I don't. You know, um, a lot of them are fitted. A lot of them are snapback, which I like snapbacks. I know people are probably listening, but like, I don't fucking care about this shit. No, 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 no. Don't go. Don't go yet. Because it's interesting. Um, I like snapbacks because I think they're a lot better than fitteds. Um, in my personal opinion. So for somebody who's been wearing hats for a very, very long time, I know what I like. <laughs> and I know what I prefer. But a lot of people go for fitteds. Don't know why, but they do. I guess it looks more formal. Because, you know, a snapback is kind of like, oh, it's like a younger man's cap, you know. 
Um, but it's not. It's not. I like I like snapbacks. I like pulling them over and being like that cool thirty year old guy that still wears snapbacks and wears flannel and wears vans with comfy sole and goes to emo nights and just like chills there with like two dosekis and just like, yep, this is it. This is the life, you know. That's me. Apparently. It is. I just haven't gone to emo night. But yeah. Uh I kind of like curving my hats in a certain way. As a, I, 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 okay, so I don't know if I said this. I, maybe I did on an episode or not. Maybe, I, but I don't understand the whole fascination of these curve things that they buy. You can buy for your caps. Um, like a, it's like a brim curver, or like you know, you put it on your hat and it, it curves your your brim. Uh, like a certain way, and it's like, what the fuck? Why am I gonna spend fucking eight or ten dollars on a piece of fucking plastic or rubber to fucking, you know, curve my cap? You know, and I'm not talking shit about the other. If you guys collect hats, or you guys know somebody who collects hat, or some of the cat collectors, you're listening to my podcast. I'm not talking shit about you guys, but I kind of am. Um, sometimes I see videos of people. And like they'll get a nice cap in the mail. They'll take off the stickers and they'll they'll steam it, and then get like a uh, a Yeti cup or uh, 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 something, and then brim their hat and like put like a rubber band, and then come back and it's all like curved. And I'm like, why the fuck are you doing this? Like, dog, if you can't curve your own fucking cap, I don't I don't know. You shouldn't even wear a hat at all. You shouldn't wear a hat at all if you cannot curve your own fucking cap. They have certain caps. They got dad caps. They have low brim, low profile. They have, you know, on field. They have snapback. You can curve those. You can curve those. Okay. Dad caps are usually curved. They're not flat or whatever, whatnot. Um, But I just don't understand the fascination. I don't understand the whole thing of like steaming it. And then getting like a like a, a tumbler and curving it like dog. I can I get a hat, I put it on and I curve it, and that's the curve. You know, a lot of people are like, I like your curve. You know, whenever I meet other cap guys, and I'm like, oh thanks. He's like, did you do you use one of those things? And I'm like, fuck no, the fuck, dude. And I know some of them have been like, oh my bad, bro. Like like no like no disrespect, bro. But like I think it's stupid. Like, you're, like, giving into this little gimmick of, like, you don't know how to curve your own hat, bro. My dad showed me how to do that. And, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, you shouldn't wear a hat if you don't know how to curve it. I've gone through phases, you know, where that, like, the flat brim, you know, that was cool. Like, back in, like, 2007 to, like, 2012, like, the whole little... Swag era that we had back then growing up. Um, baseball ca- baseball players were doing the flat brim too for a while, and that was just a style. And every, you know, everybody from like Chris Brown to fucking uh, to Chris Brown, to <laughs> LMFAO to like all these other people, you know, these a lot of musicians and artists and rappers were wearing like flat brim caps and. You know, mainly people who I saw doing that were either little kids, high school baseball players, 
or rappers. And it's kind of like, uh, like I said, I'm not going to lie. I've done it myself. There's times where I've ironed the brim to have it flat. And I was just like, but that was when I was a kid. That was when I was a kid. I didn't know. I was stupid as fuck. And now I curve my caps like a, like a man. Um, or like an adult, not a man. Because, I don't know. There's, there's a certain limitations to that. <laughs> um, but yes, another, enough of me about talking about caps. Because I can talk about that forever. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow my page, it's Northside underscore lids underscore HTX. I post whenever I get new caps. I should be getting two new caps soon um, from pre-order. Shout out to Mr. Dome Pieces. And shout out to the other homie who did the uh, Mandalorian. So, okay, just to come back to it. Um, I'm really excited that people are using the Sugarland Space Cowboys logo for hats and stuff like that. It's really popular right now. Um. So one guy did a whole like Buzz Lightyear colorway, uh, Mr. Dome piece. Um, that was really cool. So I got I got my hands on that one. I pre-ordered that shit back in September. Should be coming in the mail soon. Um, and then another guy was like, "Hey, yo, we're doing a Mandalorian colorway where it glows in the dark and whatever, whatnot." That should be coming out soon as well. Um, yeah, I got to... <laughs> I'm just happy that they're using, you know, Houston stuff. That's like the main seller um, in like Hat Club and New Era and whatever, whatnot. It's Houston stuff, which is funny because a lot of people hate the Astros and hate Houston, yet they're buying H-Town hats and stuff like that. So anyways, enough about that. Um, I will be starting a page for my vinyl sooner or later. I don't know when, but I will one of these days whenever I have fucking free time. Um but yeah, uh, what else? What else do I got going on? Um, I don't know what to expect next year. I don't. Like I said, I got a couple of people coming on the podcast, but I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next year. It's twenty twenty four. I mean, thirty one years old. I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. I just have a dog. It's me and Minnie, and I'm a grown ass man collecting hats and vinyl records. <laughs> And also watching his team and being very supportive of other people and going to shows and flying out to other places to go to festivals and whatever or not. I'm just living my life, man. I'm enjoying my life and being a single person. Um, it sucks because I don't have somebody um, to go with me to these things. There was a certain somebody who I wanted, you know, I thought was that person, but I just don't know what's going on with this person. I haven't heard from them since October, no, since the beginning of November, um, and yet they still look at my stories, but they still don't reach out to me. I invited this person to my my holiday, my Christmas party, and they didn't show up, they didn't even respond, so, uh, but she still looks at my stories, constantly, every day, you know, she's usually like, the third person or the last person. Um, but no, like, even though it sucks because I don't have somebody to go with me, I still have fun. Like, when I went to Chicago, that was fun. You know, I, I had a whole ass experience <laughs> of dealing with what I dealt with in Chicago by myself. 
You know, I went to ACL by myself. I went on all these little mini road trips by myself. Um, and it's been fun. You know, I'm just enjoying my life. I'm enjoying what I'm able to enjoy while I'm single and not a parent. You know, um, because if I was, even though, even when I was in a relationship, we still went and did stuff, me and Stephanie. Um, not like a whole lot of stuff, but we still did stuff. We weren't flying to like Chicago or flying to like LA or flying to wherever. But we would go to New Orleans and stuff like that, which I do want to do. Um, maybe I might go by myself. I really want to go to New Orleans when uh, when the Eagles play the Saints. Uh, that would give me a reason to go to <laughs> New Orleans to watch the Eagles play the Saints. Um, but yeah, I do want to travel more. I do want to go back to Chicago for Riot Fest. I do want to go see a Cubs game eventually. Um... I do want to go to a Dodgers game, even though that's just going to be hell of expensive now. Um, maybe a Yankees game. I, I want to do so many things. I want to do so many things. Does my bank account reflect that? No, but it's affordable. It's affordable. I can do these things if I plan and save for it. Um, thank God for payment plans, because if it wasn't for payment plans, I'd be in the fucking hole right now. <laughs> or in a hole right now. Um not dead just because you know I just didn't have any money. But yeah, I don't know what's what's in store for me next year. Um don't know who I'm going to meet. Don't know who's going to hate me. <laughs> you know. Um I've had my fair share of making some somewhat um ops aka uh uh what's it not villains but uh fucking like you know People who don't like me, you know, I had to deal with that with Steven, a.k.a. Mega Man. Um, I think he was like the first one this year who was like, fuck you uh, and this and this and that. And uh, yeah, he hasn't said I'm sure he just forgets about me. (laughs) He doesn't even he hasn't mentioned me, hasn't said anything. Um, So I think that's that's pretty funny. but yeah, he was kind of the one. He's the, you know, he's not the ops, but he's just a fucking dumbass person who I don't have in contact with anymore. Um, Gil was the second one. Uh, fuck Gil. Fucking piece of shit ass dude. Um, do I, am I happy that he got spit on? No, I'm not happy that he got spit on because that's disgusting. And Steven talked all this shit about checking him and this and this and that and he didn't do anything um if people who know mega man are still talking to him and listening to this episode tell him that he's a bitch <laughs> and that he should have fucking swung instead of spit that was the dumbest thing ever um but yeah gill's piece of shit gill's an asshole to me even though i didn't do nothing to kill i was the nicest person to him um same goes for jose of ranting with ramos He's not the ops, but, um, yeah, I mean, he, we just don't have contact. We didn't have contact for months. I just, I, I don't know, man. I just didn't have that same connection with Jose anymore. Not after he was hanging out with Gil and, you know, he was all on, you know, on Gil's 
you know, dick and shit. Um, you know, high praising him because his podcast was this and his podcast was that. And then they end up having their own fallout. <laughs> but, yeah, man, Jose just, I don't know. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand why he was kind of being a jerk to me and, you know, making fun of my podcast name, calling me inside the nutsack when I repeatedly told him not to um, call my podcast that because it just, I find it offensive. Because it's like, yo, this is like my shit, bro. Like, I don't make fun of your podcast name. You know? Uh, um, even though <laughs> there's some shit I said on a Patreon episode that if you guys... Well, nobody heard it. Only, like, two people heard it. Um, that I said some shit that uh, ended up catching up to me. Uh, for people that don't know, I said some shit about Jose. And instead of calling me... Asking me what happened, what was going on, and us talking about it like normal grown-ass adult men do. Uh, He decided to take that clip of that episode and take it out of context. And also post on his Instagram for his podcast using the ugliest picture of me. Uh, Kudos for that. And yeah, people were saying shit about me. And then, you know, I didn't think he was going to listen to that episode, but he did. And as soon as I saw him do that, I reached out to him and I told him, hey, bro, like you, I guess you heard that episode. And uh, I apologized to him for the for the ugly things that I said uh, on that podcast episode for the on the Patreon. Um, At that time, I was angry. I was upset because I was losing people in my life that I thought meant something. You know, I felt like Jaime, I felt like Chris, you know, I felt like Jose and other people were podcast podcast friends. I felt like they were slipping away from me because of Gil, you know, they were just like all in this high praise of Gil and this and this and that and whatever. And, you know, whatever Gil said, they were just like, oh, ha, 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 you know, like Gil's the funniest, Gil's the coolest, you know. Even going as far as calling him the Chicano Joe Rogan, which that's uh, that's a little too much. Um, but you know, I had built friendship with these guys for like the last two years, maybe a little bit longer, if I remember. And you know, it sucked because it was just like fuck, man. Like I built a friendship with these guys. I've had them on my podcast. Um. I flew out to fucking LA to see them, you know, and it, it didn't, it didn't go. It just, I was like, fuck. I mean, shout out to Jaime. He was really the only, well, not him, but him and Chris, but he was the only one I still kind of kept in contact with. And, you know, he's been a really good friend to me. So shout out to Jaime, AKA whiskey J of rambling alcoholics and geek and geek out and ships. And all that other cool jazz that he's got, heavy hitters, which I don't think heavy hitters exist anymore. Um, a shout out to him. You've been a really good friend to me, man, and I appreciate that a whole lot. Better than some people have. Um, you've been in my corner, bro, and I, I appreciate it. it. It means a whole lot to me. Um, but going back to what I was talking about. So, yeah, so, you know, I, I apologize to Jose about what I said. And we talked about it. 
And, you know, I deleted that episode on Patreon, even though there's no really on, nobody on my Patreon anymore. Um, and he deleted that. But honestly, I was really curious to what people were what what people were going to say about me and like all the shit they were talking because it was just like I, I didn't even resp- I mean, I responded and and said, like, hey, like I was wrong for that and this and this and that. And a lot of the people were like, I don't know. I, I can't really trust your your genuine like answer, your genuine answer. And this and this and that. How I know blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, hmm, like these are people that I know who know of me. And know my podcast, and it's funny to see them talk shit about me and defend something which they didn't know about um, because it wasn't brought to anybody's attention and it wasn't put out there for the world to hear and the world to see. Um, but if those people would have known what was going on behind the scenes and what was going on, then I feel like they would somewhat understand me, you know, even though, yeah, what I said was wrong talking shit about someone which i've done on this podcast before so it's like mm, it's kind of a part of the podcast but you know nobody's really like publicly put it out there which i still kind of find fucked up in a way because he could have just reached out to me we could have talked about it and none of that would have happened um but yeah i was just like huh it's funny you know people saying this shit about me i was just like "Eh, whatever you know I'm not upset about it. I'm not mad. Yeah, what I said, what I said, I said it. But, uh, you know, people have been saying shit about me my whole life. So I'm kind of used to it. Um, but, yeah, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like that he did that. I didn't. You know, I thought that was really childish and really shitty and really... I don't know. Like, I understand the whole goal was to embarrass me, even though he probably won't admit it because he never wants to admit anything unless it's on Gil's podcast. Um, <laughs> he's not going to admit it that he wanted to embarrass the fuck out of me because he's not. You know, he claims it was just to see, like, oh, is this true? Am I really being, you know, this and that for you people that probably don't know what he posted? I'm not going to get really into that. But, um, you know, for a person that claims all these things about being a man and has criticized me for not being a man, which is really fucked up, um, you know, couldn't even be a man himself and reach out to me behind the scenes privately. And we could have talked about this. but We didn't. And, you know, before all that shit happened, um, him and Gil got into a thing and, um, he ended his thing with Gil and we kind of started talking here and there. And I was just like, well, maybe I should get Jose back on and, you know, talk to him about what happened and, you know, how he was acting towards me and how I felt and this and that, and maybe we can reconcile and, you know, start fresh and whatever, whatnot. Um, but it didn't. And I guess, it kind of did in in a way when he, I guess, heard that episode and whatever, whatnot. Um, and you know what? It really did fuck me up for uh, a couple of weeks. Because I was really thinking, like, God, like, should I just quit my podcast? Like, I'm talking shit about, like, like, I never thought that somebody would actually, like, take a clip of me talking shit about them and post it, you know, trying to embarrass the fuck out of me. 
Um, I didn't think that somebody who claims they were my friend would do that. And I was just like, oh, you know what? He kind of showed me his true colors at the beginning of the year. And then he just showed me his true colors now. So I was like, ah, you know what? I think it's best if I just cut ties with him. You know, even though he's talking about cutting ties. That's all he's ever said on this shit. But, yeah. um, Yeah, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to silently just cut ties. I'm like, you know what? It's It's not healthy for me to be a part of like that. You know, I never felt like he really liked my podcast. I felt like he really didn't support me or care about my shit. You know, he was always posting other people's stuff and promoting other people's stuff and talking so highly about other people. And yet. Never me, you know, even though I'm on the other side talking about his podcast and promoting his shit. Never once got that, you know. Unless it's talking about somebody that we both equally don't like. That's the only time I got that. But, um, yeah, it fucked me up for a little bit. Because I was just like, man, I should just quit this shit. Like, what's the fucking point of doing this podcast, man? Like, it's no good. But I was like, no, because I'm not going to give him or anybody else the fucking satisfaction of me quitting because of them embarrassing me and shit like that. So, you know, I was just like, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm just going to cut ties with him and some other podcasters that were saying shit about me on that uh, comment section. And, um, yeah, just move forward. You know, it really does suck because it's like I had all these friends in L.A., all these podcaster friends and all these connections. And now it's kind of dwindled down to like three, maybe four. You know, I know Daniel Cabral, I know Gerardo, I know Melvin, I know Joel, and Jaime, and Chris of Kickback Podcast. I really haven't heard from Chris in a while. I hope he's doing well. I know he's super, super busy. But Chris, if you're listening to this, I uh, miss hearing from you, buddy. I know you haven't done an episode in a while, but hopefully you get back to kicking uh, the Kickback Podcast. So, but uh, yeah. That's what's going on. That happened. Um, if, Jose, you do hear this and you do want to clip this, use a better picture of me, okay? <laughs> um, you know, again, I joke around about it because it's like, that's the only thing I can do. Like, yeah, I said what I said. I got embarrassed in front of a bunch of people. You know, you just got to pick up yourself and just like, all right, I fucked up. I apologized. I don't really know if he accepted my apology or not. If he really did, you know, whatever. Um, he says he wasn't upset. He said he wasn't mad. Um, but his actions clearly showed that he was upset about it by blocking me and stuff like that. So, don't know. I don't know. You know, it's just something I wouldn't do to anybody. I wouldn't embarrass anybody like that. Especially somebody who I would consider a friend. Because there's plenty of times that he has said shit about me on his podcast on gills, on rambling alcoholics, um, making fun of me and shit like that, and didn't really take it personal. And I was just like, no, like I would never clip that and then post it and be like, oh, is he right or is he wrong or whatever like that? Like I wouldn't do that shit. Like that's that's kid shit, you know. 
I had my own little beef with fucking Caesar of the Silly Goose podcast. Um, but even then, I didn't even do that. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even bother taking clips of shit that he said about me uh, or anything and posting about it and embarrassing the fuck out of him. I've talked shit about him. I've said shit about his podcast and stuff like that. But, like, I've never wanted to publicly embarrass him on social media. Because that's just like, dog, it's, it's a podcast. This is literally, like, a hobby thing that we're doing together. This is not, we're not getting paid for it. You know, we're not Joe Rogan. We're not Tim Dillon. We're not uh, any of these podcasts that get paid for sponsorships or get paid for money because of whatever or not. This is literally a hobby for all of us. So, you know, I never went that far to, and not even with Gil. And I don't, and I did not like Gil at all. I loathed that guy. All this shit that he was talking about me and making fun of me, never once did I want to, like, publicly embarrass him on social media. I mean, he did that himself when he came on my podcast. Um, but no, I never wanted to do that because that's just not me, you know, not even, like, disguising it and saying, Oh, this is just, you know, no, like, I I wouldn't do that at all. That's not cool. That's some, like, kid teenager shit, you know. If I had a problem with somebody or somebody said some shit about me, which has happened multiple times with Jose and Jaime and other people, where I heard it and reached out to them and confronted them, and we talked about it, and we both got, you know, uh, an understanding of each side, and then it went on and didn't happen again. Um, but didn't happen with him, so don't know where doesn't understand that, whatever with that. But you know, this is coming from a guy who doesn't think I'm a man and thinks I have a vocal fry because of the way I sound, you know, and that I'm not married and I didn't have kids at 20 and I don't know how to do a bunch of things. And this and this and that, you know, whatever, whatnot. I'm sure he thinks less of a man of, of me now more. Um, but you know what? I really don't give a fuck because that's just someone's opinion. You know what? This is somebody who thinks the earth is fucking flat. <laughs> I'm not going to take that from somebody. So, um, Jose, if you're listening to this, clip whatever you want. I don't really care. Um I wish you the best in your life, man. I wish you the best in if what you're, whatever you're looking for, whatever you're finding. Um, I hope you find the thing that fills the, the thing in your soul, the thing in your life, the thing in your heart. I hope you find it. Um, you know, I wish you the best for your kids. I wish the best for you. I wish the best for your, your brother, your family, and your friends, and your podcast. I do. I really do wish the best. You know, um, just sucks that we can't, that we're not friends anymore and that we can't grow together like I thought we could. Uh, but that's just, that's life. You know, there's ups and downs. There's some people you meet and there's some people that, you know, are just not supposed to be part of your life anymore, I guess. Uh, same goes with um, other people that I've met. You know, like I, Luli. Luli was a person that I met in October, and we were really close, and we were really cool, 
and we literally traveled to a different state and a different city together, which I've never done with anybody ever in my fucking life. <laughs> Have I ever was like, hey, let's go to L.A. Let's go to Los Angeles and let's share an Airbnb together, you know, and let's share a rental car together. Let's go for the weekend. I've never done that with anybody in my fucking life, you know, other than like it doesn't really count like I mean, Steph. And her friends, we went to New Orleans for a festival or, or whenever for the weekend. That was something different because I've known them for a while. Luli, I only known for maybe a few months. And it was just like we became really good friends or whatever, whatnot. And then I just don't know what happened. I just don't know what happened. But she shut me out, stopped talking to me. And I don't know what else. Maybe she said some shit about me too to other people. You know, I don't know. But... You know, that was something that I was like, oh, like, this is my friend. This is somebody who can understand my craziness and my sadness and depressionness. That's not even a word. Um, but I guess they were going through their own problems to where I guess maybe it was too much. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, 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 I wish things would have worked out. It would have been fun having her around, maybe having her at the Christmas party or just talking to her about the stuff I feel because she kind of understood me in a way and I kind of understood her. Um, but yeah, just, just things that no longer work, you know? Um, but there's people who I did meet <laughs> who have been here in my life and have been making my and benefiting my life in a way. Like I said, Michael, Mike, you know, of a more perfect union kingfin and shop 29 i literally met mike last november during game seven of the 2022 world series um him and dalton you know but more i literally met mike who was in a band that i was listening to for a, a, a good minute kingfin um here and there and to find out that, that he was the drummer and this and that like I don't know. I think I've said this before, but there was this connection I had with Mike to where it was like, I just rhymed there to where, you know, the connection was like, huh? Like, I really like this guy. There's something about this guy that his energy his his presence, his aura, everything about him drew me to him. And I was just like, yeah, I like Mike. Mike's cool. You know? And throughout the year, we've talked. We've shared memes. We've talked music. He's came on the podcast. I've helped him out with a More Perfect Fest podcast episode that we did. Um, you know, I support him with Shop 29 and a More Perfect Union. I've gone to their shows. You know, I went to a More Perfect Fest. I had Mike on a couple uh, weeks ago. And Mike is somebody... Mike's an example of somebody who I just met that has been benefiting my life. And it's great. Same as Russell. I'd known Russell for um, for two years already, I believe. Yeah, it had been almost two years. Or a year already. No? Hasn't? I don't know. It's been, it's, it has to be like two years already. Um, no, it had to been a year. I think it had to been a year. Maybe a year and a month. Maybe almost two years. 
that has benefited my life just as much. He's been a really great friend. He's been really understanding. He's invited me to so many things. I've helped him out with a lot of things. Um, I met a lot of great people through him. He's given me opportunities to grow my my stuff, you know, within his brand and whatever, whatnot. And um, I appreciate him so much. I appreciate him and I appreciate Mike. Um, you know, I, I appreciate these other people who I've had in my life, like Mark, Drew. Shout out to Mark. He's the guy who came up with my, my intro for my podcast. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's so many other people who are in my corner and support me. You know, Genex, uh, some of the guys in the band, um, some other podcasters, you know, that are just, they support me and they, they, they care and it means a whole lot. I'm not trying to cry <laughs> because I don't want to cry on my own podcast. Maybe I should, but, you know, it's my own thing. But they've benefited my life and made my life so much better in a way. Gerardo has made my life so much, so much better in a way with having me be on Isimo and then just having that friendship and that connection with him to where I can talk to him and, you know, and reach out to him about things and, and just be a part of the Isimo crew. And, you know, that was a great two years that they, they put out or two and a half. Um, you know, for people that don't listen to Easy More and don't know, um, they stopped doing the podcast uh, because each of them were doing other things, and I guess it was just too much. And, uh, you know, Gerardo's doing comedy, so he's doing a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of open mics and a lot of uh, appearances and stuff like that. Melvin is doing his own thing. He's bringing back the M word of his podcast. Joho is out traveling, doing things with other people, photography, videography, and stuff like that. So these guys are just, they outgrew the podcast. And they're doing their own thing. And I'm so happy for them. And I'm so proud of them for what they've done. Um, you know, those are, those are guys that have benefited my life in a way. You know, and, and just in a small way within a year. Was just within a year. Like I barely known Melvin and, and Joel for a year, and I've known Gerardo for since the since Isimo, since like it, since, since it kind of almost began. Um, and it was just like fuck, man. Like it, it for a lot of people that have not benefited in my life and have been shitty in my life. Um, there's a lot of them that kind of make up for that, and. Like I said, guys, if you are listening, I really appreciate you guys so much. I really do. Like, doing this podcast and and putting this shit out, like, even though, yeah, it's not getting Isimo numbers like it used to. No, it's not getting rambling numbers. No, it's not getting um, sleepover pod numbers. No, it's not getting fucking... You know, whoever other whoever else does the podcast numbers, you know, it's not getting those type of numbers. But you know, they give me the energy and the drive and the, the want to keep doing this. Even though I had a time where I felt like giving up on the podcast and just stopping it all together and just saying, fuck it, like I don't want to do this anymore. You know, these people remind me that 
keep doing this. You met us because of this. And there are so many great people that I'm going to meet next year and the following year and the following year because of doing this. You know, and I'm excited to see that. I might lose some friends on the way, some ones that I really thought were my friends. I I, I might gain some new ones that are going to be just as important to me as Mike and and Russell and, and and other people, you know, Eddie and Raul and, and all these other guys who are important to me. It it, it the podcast is it. Mike asked me a question like, "Where do I see myself next year with the podcast?" And honestly, I I don't know, man. I could say I see myself in the same spot. In the same position, um, you know, doing the whole same old thing, having a bunch of new guests, meeting new people, you know, doing things here and there, and then oh look, it's December, oh you know, same thing over again. Um, last year was a lot different, you know. Last year was an, an actual adventure for me. This year was another adventure for me in that chapter. And it's not even because of the podcast. It's more because of, like, my life. But, like, the podcast is my life. Because <laughs> I talk about my life on the podcast. And it's wild to think that there are people out here listening to me and know shit about me that some people don't. <laughs> you know? Um, so some wild shit on here. And people know that. <laughs> Sadly and scared. It's scary. But where I see myself... A year from now, I see myself better than I am right now. Maybe a little more advanced, you know. Maybe I got a few more episodes in here that had some awesome guests. You know, maybe I I level up and find a place to where I can actually start doing video podcasts, which I'm scared to do because I know I am fuggly as fuck and I'm fat. And I don't really want people to see me. Um, you know, uh, I see myself maybe a little bit more happier and a little more excited with a little more vigor and a little more passion to want to keep doing this. Like I said, next year I want to throw a festival for in the name of the podcast, in the name of Inside the Northside Podcast, I want to throw a music festival. Is it possible? Yes. Is it going to be difficult as fuck? Fuck yes. But can I pull it off? Possibly. I don't know. We'll see. You know, it's a lot. But there are people in my corner that I know I can turn to and that will help me out with whatever I need. So we'll see. We'll see if I can pull up, pull off this fucking festival. And see if it's successful, because I don't fucking know. Because I just don't know. Um, yeah, I want to be... I see myself better off next year, podcast-wise. But also personal-wise. Um, you know, maybe I start doing another podcast. I wanted to do another podcast. I kind of want to still do one. Um, I still want to do a what are you listening to podcast because I stopped doing that 
segment on my podcast. And I love music, and I like talking to music, and I love talking about music, about music with people and stuff like that. Sometimes I don't know how to talk. Ugh. I went to high school. There's some people I went to college and still don't know how to talk. Um, that's not me, though. But I see myself somewhat happier and some more, somewhat more content next year podcast-wise. Will I find a sponsor? I don't know. Will I, like I said, will I pull off having a music festival? I don't know. You know, will I find more podcasters in Houston to collaborate with? I don't know. Will I make more friends in the podcast community? I don't know. You know, is it is it, is there going to come a time where I'll be more busy doing personal things? And I won't have time for my podcast. I don't know. I don't know what's in store for me next year. I don't. Just like I didn't know what was in store for me this year. I was so happy and so excited to see what was going on. Because of what was going on in my life at that moment. And 12 months later. You know. Here I am. Like. Not with that same energy, not with that same, like, excitement of, like, oh, like this, you know, this and that. I've done a lot of great things this year. I'm not going to knock that shit because I have. I've seen a lot of great things. I've done a lot of great things. I've went to a lot of cool places. I've met a lot of great people. But um, do I wish I was with the person that I thought I was going to be with this year? Would that have made my life easier this year? Would it made my life better this year? I don't know. That's God's plan. That's what God has planned for me. Maybe she's not meant to be in my life. Maybe she's not meant to be my girlfriend. I don't know. Maybe she is in my life for a reason to show me to be patient. Or to not give your heart to people. Because I have that problem. I have that fucking problem where I fall in love too quick, man. And it's it's either embarrassed me or it's humbled me to where it's like, fuck. <laughs> um, for you guys that don't follow me on my personal page, you can. Um, if you want to, like I like I post a lot of funny, stupid stuff on my podcast, on my, on my podcast, on my my personal page. If you guys want to follow that, it's uh, U-L-Y-R-A-M-S. Nine one three nine three. Um, damn, I wasn't even close. <laughs> um, sorry, guys, talking some football. But no, um, there's times throughout the year where I uh, I wanted to break down and cry. <laughs> um, this is maybe a little personal and stuff like that because I like doing that on the podcast. Um. You know, uh, I was listening to your song um, by the guy who did, um, who kind of sampled off of, let me see his name, I'm sorry. I don't want to be like, oh, that's the guy, you know. Um, I don't even know how to say his name. <laughs> but Kanye used his song for uh, his song, I Wonder. 
And I was listening to it, and I was listening to the lyrics, and I was in traffic, and uh, I broke down crying for like a good 10 seconds. Um, because I felt so stupid this year because I, uh, I was chasing after somebody who I guess clearly didn't want me. Um, even though there was, um, there was no talk of like, oh, I don't really like you or anything like that, but she continued to talk to me. She enjoyed talking to me. She messaged me. She would message me in the morning and talk and we would have conversations and go out and stuff like that. And she did ghost me for a few months, which made me depressed. Um, and yeah, for the last what, two months, it's been off and on. Don't hear from her. And, you know, she's ghosting me again, but still looking at my stories and uh, yeah, I broke down crying because I was just like, fuck, man, like, I really did give my heart to somebody. I, f- I, I fell in love and got nothing, <laughs> even though I didn't tell her that I, was, I fell in love with her because you're, you're just not supposed to say that. Um, but I, uh, I, um. I let my heart, you know, go through that, and I felt pain. I felt stupidity. I felt embarrassment. I felt anger. I felt depression. I felt so many things because I put my walls down and, you know, let somebody come into my life that I thought was going to benefit me and make me feel better and be the person that I was looking for. Um, not to say that she's not a great person because she's a beautiful person. She's lovely. She's gorgeous. She's smart. She's great. But I just don't understand why she makes me feel this way. The good feeling and the bad feeling. Like, I don't understand why she she does this to me. Um, and I'm sure she doesn't listen to my podcast. Because then I'd be really in trouble. <laughs> but, um, I don't understand why she's doing this to me. I don't understand why. Like, if you didn't like me, then you would tell me. And then we would have moved on and, and everything would have been fine. But... We've talked, we've gone deep with each other, um, emo- like talking-wise, not anything else. Um, I've expressed my feelings, she's expressed hers, we've talked. Didn't I wanted to get a more clarification of what was actually going on, but I never got the chance to. Um, but I opened myself up to somebody, and I got hurt, like I always do. And, uh, you know, if I don't talk to her, if if she's not in my life next year, she is probably a, a person that showed me that. Like, yeah, you can feel those things that you didn't feel when you were, like, when you were 15. Like, you 
like I said, man, like this woman made me feel things I haven't felt since I was a kid. You know, I've, I was just like in awe of this woman. Just everything about her was just like, I was like, yes. You know? And, I don't know, maybe she is supposed to be an example for me to be like, you need to calm down. You need to chill out. You shouldn't give your heart to somebody a couple weeks after you meet them. You know? Um... Maybe you should let things go, even though you don't want to let it go because you felt like, no, this is supposed to happen. Like, no, this is this is going to happen. Like, no, I just I just got to try a little bit harder. I just got to I got, you know, I can't be too much. I got to back off a little bit. You know, Uh, I got to message her at this certain time, you know, every other day and and not bother her and give her space. Like I was doing so much, you know. And it's like, why am I? Like, if this person actually wanted to talk to me, if this person if this person actually wanted to spend time with me, get to know me, and open up themselves to me and let me in their life, then they would. But she, she opened the door, but kind of slowly closed it after a couple of times. And... Even though I did get to walk in the living room, I didn't get to explore the house. I didn't get to explore her the rest of her life. I didn't get to talk to her about things. And uh, it sucks. It really does suck because I know it's kind of like, yeah, you just got out of an eight-year relationship with somebody not that long ago, like two years ago. Um, I understand that. Um... But I don't know why I felt this toward this person. I don't know how I met this person. I don't know why I met this person. I don't know what this person was is showing me. Well, obviously now I know. But like I just she just appeared out of nowhere. And it just I, you know I fell in love. I did. I'm not I'm not gonna fucking shy away from that. I fell in love. And now like here I am in December when all this happened in January and February. Here I am in December, you know, kind of secluded, you know, guarding my heart a little bit more, a little more not as confident not as not you know like excited to meet and i'm just kind of like you know I, I just don't know and it sucks man because i know if i meet someone like they're just gonna get this version of me who has been hurt twice really bad and just doesn't really give a fuck about anything anymore you know, who's doing stuff that they know they shouldn't be doing, but they are because it makes them feel good. It gives them that little bit of love that they had before, you know, or they're looking for. 
Um, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I'm not trying to cry. I'm not trying to cry, even though you guys can hear me tearing up a little bit. Um, but that's just me being human. That's just me opening myself up and, you know, being vulnerable. Which sucks, man, because, like, you know, me thinking about this whole thing throughout this whole year, I was like, fuck, man, like, I never should have opened myself up. I should have never been vulnerable with this person. I never should have expressed my feelings with this person. Sometimes that's how I feel. Sometimes that's what a lot of guys feel. Like, if you see on Reddit, if you see on TikTok, if you see on Facebook, there's multiple hundreds, thousands of videos of guys feeling the same way I do. They met somebody. They thought it would, there was that person because they felt that spark. And then end up in the same way. Sad. Angry. Depressed. Not wishing that they opened up. Not wishing that they became vulnerable with people. You know. So there's tons of other dudes that feel the same way as I do. And uh, I don't know. Maybe next year, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next year. I really want to just get, like, like what is this between me and this person? I really want to get, like, closure and just get an answer. Because if this is not going anywhere, then it's best to just move forward and they go on with their life and I go on with mine. But if there is something there, like, I want to talk and, like, Get this situated because it's like, dude, like, I know it's only been a year, but like, I, I can't wait any longer. Like, I want you to be in my life. Like, I want to spend time with you. I want to do this. I want to do that. But if it's not that and, you know, it's the opposite, then it's like, okay, well, it was nice knowing you and this and this and that and just move forward. They go on with their life and I go on with mine. Um, that's the healthy thing to do, but also I don't even know if I'm going to get an answer because they, she really doesn't (laughs) reply back. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but you know what? Like I said, even though I felt this way with this person and even though I I've gone through up and down, you know, left and right back and forth with my feelings and, and how I feel about this person, I've had friends throughout this year who have made me feel better, had made me feel more confident and more positive and helped me get through things. You know, if I didn't have these friends, I'd probably still be depressed. <laughs> I'd probably be doing things. Not like drugs. No, I wouldn't do that. Uh, the closest I'd probably be is like a man whore. I don't know. I'd probably be like fucking around a lot. Uh, just trying to fill a void that I thought I could fill with somebody else, but didn't. Um, because that's all we're doing. We're just trying to fill in the void. Even though I know I have a void that I've already filled a long time ago, I'm just trying to fill in this void of trying to find a partner. You know, trying to see this is the person and be with and have a family and this and that and whatever, whatnot. Because, you know, I would like that. I really would. I'm 30 years old. I don't have kids. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't even have a wife. I don't have baby mamas. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Um, And I really would like to start. Even though my ex thinks (laughs) I'm not ready for it. And I shouldn't. 
because of whatever reason she thinks. Um, that's her opinion, and I have mine. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I want. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But if it doesn't, then I have so much more time and so much more availability to do things that I want to do and to buy things that I want to buy and to go see concerts and go see movies and go to sporting events and and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to enjoy my life as much as I can. Uh, excuse me, I don't keep burping, uh, keep burping up guacamole. Um, which is funny because we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I'm going to enjoy the time I have being single and just live my life. Like I said, maybe go to a Cubs game. Maybe go to more Astros games. Maybe do this, maybe do that. I don't know. I just want to live my life and I want to have fun. You know, I don't want to be 70, 80 years old, 90 years old because God knows that that runs in my family. Long, long life. I don't want to be sitting somewhere where I'm 90 and be like, fuck, man, I never got to do that. I never got to see the Foo Fighters. I never got to see Queens of the Stone Age. I never got to see Tim and Paula. Never got to go to a championship game. Never got to go to a World Series. Never got to go to Chicago to see this. Never go to, whenever went to New York. Never went to Oktoberfest. Never went to Japan. Never went to, like, I don't want to be 90 sitting back and thinking, I never got to do any of that shit. Like, no, I want to. You know, I want to. So hopefully I will, you know. That's a 60 years away, so I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I was like, what, 20, 20, 70? No, it was like 2063. No, 2083. Right? Yeah, 20, 2083. 2083, damn. It's... It seems like a long time, but fuck, we're already here in 2023 and I'm 30 years old. God knows that that's, that's going to come by fast. Like, I got 10 more years till I'm fucking 40, 10, 20 more years till I'm 50. God knows that's going to come up fast. God knows that's going to come up fast. Um, But yeah, aside from me talking about my feelings on here, because I do that. For people that are just listening... I do that a lot. So if you want to go back to some episodes, you'll hear me talk about stuff like this. Have I cried? Maybe I have. I don't remember. I never cried, cried on my podcast. I know I've stopped and like cried and then got back and I'm like, okay, I'm good, you know? Um, I think I've done that before. But uh, what else am I going to talk about? I don't, like I said, I don't really know what's going on for next year. All I know is I have a couple of guests um, ready for next year. Um, I might be doing Comic Palooza next year. So if you guys want to um, keep updated for that, you can follow my podcast page inside the Northside Pod uh, for any updates and whatever like that. Russell is the main person who is pushing me to be a part of comic palooza which if i get to become part of comic palooza and they're podcasting that's going to be another thing that i can check off my fucking list which is going to be really awesome um so 
yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm really just taking this day by day, episode by episode. I know in the past I've like scheduled out months with people and then this and that. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's great. And that's awesome that I did that. Um, but now I'm just a little more laid back, a little more just chilled. Like, yeah, I mean, I do my podcast every other week, you know, maybe there's a month where I record with a bunch of people and then, you know, release the episodes every other week and, and, you know, stuff like that. So then it's like, I have more time to do nothing. (laughs) Um, I know. I can't say what's in store for next year, but I can say that we're all going to be along for the ride because I don't even know. <laughs> I just don't. There's things that, I, that I'm expecting and things that I'm looking forward to, but I don't know what's what's in store for me next year. Um, you know, New Year's is literally next week, next Saturday. Um this Saturday's this no this Monday's Christmas this following Monday's Christmas, um, which is wild um, for you guys. You know Christmas is already here and it's like fuck. And then like, we're gonna blink and then it's gonna be Christmas again in twenty twenty four. Gonna be fucking wild. It is really gonna be fucking wild. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know I'm just babbling. I know I'm just rambling. I know I'm just ranting about things. You know, but I'm just kicking back on my podcast. And, you know, do this whole social experiments that we call podcasting and stuff like that. You know, uh, I don't know what else. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's some important shit that's not really important, but this is something new that's happening in my life. So I've said before that I really don't eat salsa like that. Like, I don't put it on my tacos. I don't put it in nachos. I don't put it in burritos. I don't put it in breakfast tacos. I don't put it in anything, okay? I kind of eat salsa sometimes with chips. That really depends. Um, But lately, lately, like, my taste buds have changed. And now I'm craving, like, salsa now. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, like recently, I guess it's ever since I went to LA, ever since I went to LA and had that salsa on those tacos, it's kind of like changed my life in a way somewhat. Um, but you know, like I, I started putting salsa like on my tacos just a little bit, just to give it a little kick. And I'm just like, all right, this is, this is really what I fucking need. Um, but it's like, excuse me. It's like. My mouth craves it, like my taste buds crave it, and it's like this is weird. Like I don't really, I don't do this shit, but it, it's new now. I don't even really eat guacamole like that, you know. I kind of try to avoid it, take it away, you know. Even though it's not, I don't think it's ugly. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's nasty. I just don't prefer it. But there are times now where I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like I went to when I went to Chicago. I went to Paco's Tacos, which is on South Polanski Street. If you guys are ever in Chicago, um, and if you are listening from Chicago, um, yeah, Paco's Tacos is really good. Um, and I got the tacos, and I got the torta, and it had guacamole. slices, And I was like, eh, whatever, you know. I, I still ate it. Like, it was good. Um, if it had sour cream, maybe that would have been a different story. I still don't like sour cream. Fuck that shit. 
Um, but yeah, I had guacamole, uh, slices of guacamole, and I was just like, avocado. And I was just like, huh, okay. I ate it. Um, I had food earlier today. It had guacamole, avocado. And I was just like, huh, okay. Like, my, my taste buds are changing. And it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm now eating spicy food. Like, I guess that's a thing now. I don't know. Is that a thing with, like, Hispanics now? Where it's just, like, they get, like, that spicy card, you know? <laughs> and it's just, like, my taste buds are changing. Like, you know, I eat spicy foods. Why don't I eat craving spicy food? Um, but, yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know, like, I really like the green salsa now. Um, there's this uh, taco truck called Taco Naso that's on Wayside. I've talked about Taco Naso on this podcast so many fucking times. Um, but there's a taco naso truck off wayside, which is down the street from my apartment. Um, cause I'd rather go that one than all the way in Fulton. Cause that's a little far and it's a little more packed. Um, but I usually don't get the salsa. And this time I was just like, you know what? Uh, fuck it. I'm gonna get the salsa. And I got the green one, the green salsa. And that shit was good. That shit fucking kicked my ass. That shit was it wasn't like to the point where it's like spicy where I couldn't eat the food and I didn't like it. It was just like a good amount and it didn't overpower. It didn't do anything. And I was just like, all right, hey, this is my life now. I like salsa now <laughs> on my food and shit. And I know some people are like, it's salsa. I'm like, okay, dude, I don't know. Fuck. Don't correct me. This is my shit. This is my podcast. Um, yeah, man, I don't even know what's like in store for me next year. Like, I'm really excited to do more shows with Genex, with Eddie, and where Comfort lies. And I'm actually going to be doing some stuff um, with Steven Casablancas, uh, aka Steven Sanchez, who I've had on the podcast. Uh, he's putting a band together, and I'm going to be playing bass if I still feel like it. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're going to be doing shows. Like that, so I'll, I'll be super busy doing shows and then doing podcasting and then, you know, traveling and living my life and stuff like that. My parents think I should get a house. I don't know if that's really in the cards for me, but they think that. And, you know, it's kind of weird. And I don't know if my parents are listening, but if they are, I'm to a point in my life where I'm a grown as adult. And while, yes, my parents have really good advice and I should trust what my parents say and what they want for me. Cause I know that they want the best, but I've been struggling with something in my life to where I don't really agree with my, what my parents think I should do or what I should get or what I should buy and stuff like that. Like, you know, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be a, like ungrateful or anything like that. And, you know, have my parents think that I don't care about them and I don't want to listen to them because, no, that's not it. It's just I struggle with telling my parents, like, no, I just think that's not a good idea for me. I don't think that's what's meant for me. You know? Because in the Latin household, in the Hispanic household, we really don't do that. <laughs> uh, we really don't go against our parents. You know, maybe if you're a rebel um, and you do, um, it might work for you and your parents might respect you. Um, but I don't do that because I respect my parents and also because I'm afraid to tell them no. 
and to tell them what I really think. Even though I'm a grown-ass adult. Even though I live on my own. Even though I pay my own bills and stuff like that. It's still hard for me to like say, eh, no, I think I should do this. Or no, I don't think that's a good idea. It's hard for me. I don't know, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to, to, to go about that. Um, because like I said, I respect what my parents want. I mean, my parents have gone through it. They were my age. I remember them being my age. But it's not 2000 anymore. It's not 1996. It's not 1997. The housing market is different. Life is different. Dating is different. Economic stuff is different. Money is different. You know? And I I know my parents mean well, but it's just like, I don't think you guys get it. I don't think you do. And like I said, I'm just, I, I don't want to go against my parents because those are my parents. But it's also like, I feel like I need to kind of stand up a little bit and be like, no, mom and dad, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think I want to get a house. Or no, I don't think I should put my money here and then just let it magically, you know, like, no, <laughs> like, no. I mean, some of the stuff is like, okay, like, my parents do have a point. But... Yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't know about getting a house. I don't know. Like, dude, I live on my own. I just started living on my own. Even though I was living with somebody for like almost a year and a half. Um, I've been living on my own for almost a year, and it's kind of like I just, I just started doing this thing, dude. I don't know if I am ready for a house. <laughs> like, I don't. That's a bigger responsibility. I know it's an investment. But it's like, holy fuck, I can barely keep up with an apartment. How the fuck am I going to keep up with a house? And it's not like I can call maintenance people and like, hey, man, can you fix Like, I have to do this shit myself. I have to do all this other shit myself. Hell, it costs a lot of money. And it's like, yes, would I like more rooms? Yes. Would I like an opportunity to actually make a room where I can do my podcast? Yes. Would I actually like a yard for my dog? Yes. Would I actually like to have my own house so I can throw house parties? Yes. Even though I'm a 30 year old man, I still want a party. <laughs> I missed out on that. So it's like I want to do things that I didn't get to do. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I guess it's the same way with like wanting a family. That I do know I want to do. Um, but like I said, I don't have a partner. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a wife. I don't have some. I don't even have somebody I'm fucking around with that I can just be like, "Oh, I actually had a kid. Um, this is my baby mama now." Like I don't even have that. <laughs> it's just like, well, you know, he's by himself, and it's like, okay, I guess that's just how it is. I guess that's just how it is. But yeah, I don't know if I if I should get a house. I don't know. In this fucking market, in this economy, that fucking Joe Biden, and it, how everything is in inflation and how shit is expensive. Like God, I don't even know if that's a smart ass thing to do. I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe if uh, maybe uh, maybe if Trump came back into office and you know he brought he brought he took away inflation and. Uh, uh, you know, he, he made everything better like he was doing in 2016, 2017. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Am I a Trump supporter? No, I'm not. 
But I can't say that did do, did, that guy did do some shit to help me out. <laughs> he did make things a little bit easier for those four years. Um, you know, and now here we are with Joe Budden, Joe Biden, you know, uh, Joe old man, Joe, <laughs> and shit's hard as fuck, bro. Gas has gone up and down. Food is expensive. Inflation. Inflation. That shit that's going down over there in Israel. Inflation. Like, fuck. <laughs> Shit's expensive, bro. Shit is expensive. You know? I gotta fucking get an Airbnb in the most ghetto part of Chicago. I can't even fucking stand in a nice area. Because inflation... Yeah, I chose that myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, somebody can help me. If somebody can help me. Or if my parents will listen to this and be like, you know what? We're going to let him do something. You know? But I, I know my parents. I know my dad. My dad wants to be there for me and do as much as he can. Because his parents didn't do that as much. They were there, but they didn't like... Have the opportunity, I guess, to be in the position he is in now. To want to help his kids and be there for them, you know, emotionally and financially and physically, you know. Not saying my grandparents weren't good parents, because I know they were. But I know it was different for them. And they didn't have much. And my dad wants to do better for me and my brothers. And obviously, I want to do better for my kids if I ever have kids, you know. Like I said, I know my dad means well. But it's kind of to a point where it's like, I kind of want to learn on my own, Dad. I'm my own person. I've done a lot of things. I've learned a lot of things, you know, on my own. And it's like, maybe I need to do this on my own. I don't know. I don't know. I'm growing as an adult. And I feel like I'm growing too late. I feel like I've done a lot of things late. I've done partying late. I've gone to shows late. And I had some other stuff late. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's just my life. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. But I do know what to tell you that I have I have a list of caps that I want. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I know I do have a list of caps that I want. I have so many like tabs open of like hats that I want. It's insane. And it's funny because it's like people were telling me, like, you don't wear these hats. And I was like, yes, I don't. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my hair to cut my hair so then I can start wearing hats again. Uh, I think I'm tired of having it long. Um, I've had it long for five years. I've cut it maybe three times out of that five years. And it's kind of like, uh, I'm tired of it. I'm actually tired of being fat too. <laughs> um, yeah, I like next year. Like I, I know everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna go to the gym and like, no, I'm actually just gonna just start going. I guess I know it's uh, like I get I come home and I'm tired, you know, and I gotta take the dog out, and then I gotta cook dinner, and then this and that. But it's like you know what, just fuck it, man. Might might as well be a gym rat next year. I don't fucking know. <laughs> That'd be something. That'd be something wild. Be like. Next December, just like, yeah, I became a gym rat. Now I live at the gym. Um, which that's a whole other thing, like, I can talk about that is just not great, but um, yeah, I, I gotta start losing weight. Um, you know, 
once I start losing more weight and once I start fitting in things that I like, you know, and I can cut my hair and start styling the way I want to style, you know, even though somebody thinks that I don't have any style and I just dress basic because I wear T-shirt, jeans and vans, you know, and or flannel and or baseball jerseys or football jerseys or soccer jerseys or hockey jerseys or panties. <laughs> uh, that's just me. You know, I'm sorry. I don't wear uh, Doc Martens and, uh, and dark pants and wear an old man hat and wear flannel. That makes me look like I'm 60, even though I'm 40. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to dress like that. You know, some people might think they're the best dress, but it's like, uh, no, you just dress how you want to dress because that's how you feel comfortable. But it's different for me. It's different for me. It's different for me. But yeah, I'm just rambling. I'm just talking, whatever like that. I'm sure people 30 minutes ago stop listening. <laughs> they stop listening. Because obviously they don't care. Um, but it's coming up on two hours. Um, I don't know if I have any unpopular opinions. I feel like I did, but I didn't write them down. Because me and Mike talked about some already but i already talked about the one with the hats that's uh that's a thing um i don't know i don't think i have any unpopular opinions um no i don't i don't i don't think i have any not 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 right now not right now at all but i do know what i've been listening to a lot lately <laughs> Let's do that. Let's talk about music. So, I've been listening to a lot of stuff lately. You know what? It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Um, let's do, let's do the whole Spotify thing. Because I did save that for myself, I believe. If not, I might have deleted it. I don't know. We'll see. Because I know I did my own Spotify rap and I posted it. But I don't know if I deleted it because I was just like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> you know what? Let's go to Spotify. Let's see if we can find it. Where's my rap at? Where you at, mate? Where you at? All. All. Just give me all. Uh, Spotify wrapped. Where are you? Spotify wrapped. No, it's just giving me shit. It's just telling me, who do you want to listen to? And I don't really... I'm not doing that. I'm tired. I'm tired of this shit. You know what? Let's... Spotify. Wrapped 2023. My top songs. A lot of it was pop punk. A lot of it was pop punk. We're just going to say that. Um, Some rock... Some pop, some indie, some Spanish, um, some alternative, some hip-hop, stuff like that. A lot of it. I might post it on my uh, Instagram, on the podcast one, and be like, if anyone wants to listen to what I was listening to this year, go ahead and check it out. 
really excited for next year music wise because like i said gonna be hopefully working with eddie and the rest of the guys coming up with new music for the group um that'll be fun because i have not done that in a long time and i'm trying to write my own music but it's very difficult and then there's days where i don't really give a shit (laughs) but then there's days where it's like i should write this down and i don't because i'm driving and that's like the worst thing to do because then i forget but we'll see if I can do that. Next year. Let's see if I can come up with a couple. I have a couple songs already. Um, we'll see if we can come up with some more. And then try to put up some music. 2025? Maybe? I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Maybe I'll put it on SoundCloud or something. You know. Maybe I'll throw in a little fucking dark wave in it no i'm just fucking with you i'm not doing dark wave this shit's cool but it's not for me um yeah i'm I'm excited to see what's in store for next year what's it gonna be like you know 2024 not gonna say 2024 what you got in store for me and i'm just like hey man just just let it happen this is let's just see what happened um I know Raul was asking what was our resolutions for next year. I really don't really have any. I kind of stopped doing the whole resolutions. I feel like it's kind of dumb because it's kind of like you're making a list of shit that you wish would happen or you feel like you're saying it's going to happen and it doesn't. And then you look like an idiot like December and you're like, I didn't do anything. (laughs) So it's just like, well, I'm just going to let the year Go as it goes. If I do something, I've done something. If I go and get my motorcycle license, I got my motorcycle license. Which, hey, you know what I should do now? I do have money for that. <laughs> um, but we'll see how that goes. Maybe I will get a motorcycle. I don't know. Will I get a gun? Will I be more Texan? I don't know. Um, but I do want a motorcycle. Though. That's going to be dope as fuck. Um it to places and like turn it off you know um and it's a moped no i'm just joking um yeah so i don't have any new year's resolutions um i do have a christmas wish list really what i all want for christmas is some more hats my guitar restrung and some time off <laughs> That's all I want. Even though I had time off, I want more time off to do nothing and then lay in bed and be like, I should have went to fucking work. But then it's like, no, I want to wake up at 9 o'clock and not have to do anything all day and just stay home and watch TV and be boring. That's what I want to do. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Next year goes. Oh, So, yeah, this is the last episode. I probably won't do another episode till. uh, Excuse me. Um, I have an, I guess a date for when I come back January 13th, which is literally one, two, three weeks from now. No, three weeks from now, almost three weeks from now. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna take a little break. If not, then I might do the next week or whatever, whatever. Um, but I have some people that I have scheduled that are going to come on the podcast and yeah we're gonna start fucking season nine season fucking nine that's gonna be fucking wild 
Um, season nine and season ten are next year. <laughs> Holy fuck! I'm gonna be doing the podcast for five years next year. That's fucking wild. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be yeah next year. But yeah, wild, wild. Uh, don't really have much to say other than um, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening for the new listeners that um, are, you know, are listening almost every day or every episode or, you know, thank you guys for clicking on the podcast and listening to it and being a part of my journey and my life. Um, Thank you for sharing. Thank you to every guest that has been on the podcast. Uh, It means a whole lot to me. Um, Shout out to the ones that were on the Patreon as well. Um, those were, those were fun too. If you guys want to hear those, you could sign up for the Patreon. It's $5 a month. I might remove it. I don't fucking know. People are still paying for it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, what else? I do have merch. I still have merch. I know I don't really post about it, which I should because Whiskey J is doing a really good job about it and I should be better than him. Um, no, I'm just fucking with you, man. But yes, I got merch. I have it on my link tree. The link to the Teespring store. I got t-shirts. I got hoodies. I got sweaters. I got beanies. I got dad caps. I have um, jackets. I have windbreakers. I got a whole bunch of other shit. Um, it's all with the logo and whatnot. Different colors and whatever. I'm going to try to work... With some people to come up with a new logo for the podcast. Um, my brother did the logo uh, four years ago. And it's a great logo. It's great. I love it. My brother did a really good job. Um, but I kind of want like an alternative logo. Or at least two of them. Uh, to kind of refresh and, you know, rebrand the podcast. Rebrand! Uh, but, to, you know, put that stuff on t-shirts and sell a little bit more. Because, you know, if I'm going to be doing... Comic Palooza, you know, I kind of want to sell some more stickers and buttons and whatever t-shirts and whatever whatnot. And then if I do my own festival, I want to do stuff, you know, sell shirts like that and whatever whatnot. So uh, I got to get on the ball with that. And I got to get on the ball finding a venue in Houston that will, you know, work with me to pull off a festival. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um, but again, yeah, thank you for everybody for listening and supporting the podcast this year. It means a whole lot to everybody that's been listening since day one and people that have just started listening. Thank you so much. It means a lot. You keep me going. Keep me wanting to do better. Um, you keep wanting me to have new guests, more interesting guests. You know, um, I'm not just having my brother on and just talking about stupid shit, <laughs> even though my brother's never been on the podcast. Um, you know, I, I, I want to do better. I want to have more interesting people on here looking to find a lawyer to get on here, looking to find people in the hat game, trying to find people that are not musicians. <laughs> you know, even though I love musicians and love music, I want to find more people outside the box, outside of the stuff that I know of. So then that way, it's like, oh, this guy had a doctor on his podcast, or oh, this guy had a lawyer on the podcast, or oh, he had somebody who's running for whatever, you know, um, something. 
So I, I just I just want to do better next year, you know. And then at the end of the year, I could say, oh yeah, I had this, I had that, I did this, I did that, blah 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 blah. So you know, wait, I didn't even do wait. I did bring up last season. Yeah, I did. Did I? Season seven, seven. Season seven. Did I bring up season seven? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Anyways, I remember. I forget. I'm an old ass man. I don't. I'm 30 years old. I forgot shit. You know. Um, what else? What else do I have to say? I don't really think there's much more to say, uh, other than I wish you guys a merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, uh, happy Hanukkah. If you don't celebrate Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. If you don't celebrate any of those and you are whatever, happy holidays to you. Um, Enjoy the time off. Enjoy the time you have with your family and your friends. Um, Happy New Year. It's been a great 2023. Excited for 2024. Hope to see you guys supporting the podcast next year. Um. And excited to see what's in store for me podcast-wise and personal life-wise. Yeah, so this has been the podcast. This is me signing off in 2023. And uh, I'll see you guys in 2024. Uh, As I always close out the episode, God bless. Peace. Have a good night. Have a good week. Uh, again, I got merch. If you want to buy merch, if you want to support the Patreon, you can support the Patreon. Um, yeah, three more weeks and, uh, we'll be back with a new episode. So again, God bless peace and I'll see you guys later.